0: Our call to worship this morning is responsive and will appear on the screen. It is also on the sheets. Um, I'm going to divide the congregation in half. And I'm going to just to, between Willie and David and Merida, is where I'm going to divide. So Willie, you're that way. David, Merida, you're that way. So this is side one. And the slightly smaller side is side two. O God, the Holy Spirit, come among us and among us, come as wind and cleanse us, come as fire and burn, come as dew and refresh, convict, convert, and consecrate our hearts and lives to our great good and your greater glory, and this we ask for Jesus Christ's sake. We're going to join together in prayer, uh, with a prayer for Pentecost Sunday from gathering for worship, and that will be followed by our practice of saying the Lord's Prayer together in whichever language or form is most natural for you, and it's just lovely to hear the blend of languages as we pray together. So let's pray together. Spirit of God, you are the breath of creation the wind of change that blows through our lives, opening us up to new hopes and new dreams, new life in Jesus Christ. Forgive us our closed minds, which barricade themselves against new ideas, preferring the past to what you might want to do through us tomorrow. Forgive us our closed eyes, which fail to see the needs of your world, blind to opportunities of service and love. Forgive us our closed hands, which clutch our gifts and our wealth for our own use alone. Forgive us our closed hearts, which limit our affections to ourselves and our own. Spirit of new life, forgive us and break down the prison walls of our selfishness that we might be open to your love and open for the service of the world. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught his followers to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us who save our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass us against us, and leave us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Pentecost is sometimes described as the birthday of the Christian Church. It's the day in which 3,000 people came to believe in Jesus as a result of hearing the original apostles speaking and hearing them as if in their own language. So we're going to have our Bible readings read to us in many different languages this morning. Um, Unfortunately, some of our different languages aren't able to be here today, otherwise we could be even more varied So it's good to hear the Bible read in other languages, and there's a bit of the Holy Spirit at work, but we seem to have German first, and Graham's going to explain to us the significance of that. Um, That's quite an important thing. It wasn't deliberate, but it worked out that way, and and Graham was alert to it. Um, So there are English copies on your seats of all the readings so that you can follow them, because I do appreciate that listening to a lot of words in an unfamiliar language isn't always easy. And yet, I suspect that somehow... As God's spirit moves, we will grasp something of what's going on. After each set of readings, there will be some music and then a hymn or a song which we will sing seated. And once we've had all the readings, then I will just do a very short reflection.
1: We are very near to celebrating the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. And one of the prime factors in that was, well, as personality, Martin Luther, and the, the work that we're concerned with now is his translation of the Bible, which began very nearly 500 years ago and became a huge influence. It provided a unifying language for Germany. It provided... Uh, a ready resource now that printing was available for spreading the Christian gospel. And uh, historically and theologically, it's a work of huge importance. So, Acts chapter 2. Und als der Tag der Pfingsten sich erfüllte, waren sie alle einmütig beisammen. Und es entstand plötzlich vom Himmel her ein Brausen, wie von einem daherfahrenden gewaltigen Wind, und erfüllte das ganze Haus, in dem sie saßen. Und es erschien ihnen Zungen wie vom Feuer, die sich zerteilten und sich auf jeden von ihnen setzten. Und sie wurden alle, vom Heiligen Geist erfüllt und fingen an, in anderen Sprachen zu reden, wie der Geist es ihnen auszusprechen gab. Es wohnten aber in Jerusalem Juden, gottesfürchtige Männer aus allen Heidenvölkern unter dem Himmel. Als nun dieses Getöse entstand, kam die Menge zusammen und wurde bestürzt, denn jeder hörte sie in seiner eigenen Sprache reden. Sie entsetzten sich aber alle, verwunderten sich und sprachen zueinander, siehe, sind diese, die da reden, nicht aus Galiläa? Wieso hören wir dann dann jeder in unserer eigenen Sprache, in der wir geboren wurden? Und sie entsetzten sich alle und gerieten in Verlegenheit und sprachen einer zum anderen, was soll das wohl heißen? Andere aber spotteten und sprachen, Sie sind voll süßen Weines. Da trat Peter zusammen mit den Elf auf, erhob seine Stimme und sprach zu ihnen, ihr Männer von Judäa und ihr alle, die ihr in Jerusalem wohnt, das sollt ihr wissen. Nun hört auf meine Worte. Denn Diese sind nicht berauscht, wie ihr meint. Es ist ja erst die dritte Stunde des Tages, sondern dies ist es, was durch den Propheten Joel gesagt worden ist. Und es wird geschehen in den letzten Tagen, spricht Gott, da werde ich ausgießen von meinem Geist, auf alles Fleisch, und eure Söhne und eure Töchter werden Weissagen, und eure jungen Männer werden Gesichte sehen, und eure Ältesten werden Träume haben. Ja, aber über meine Knechte und meine Mägde werde ich in jenen Tagen von meinem Geist Ausgießen und sie werden weiß sagen. Und ich will Wunder tun oben am Himmel und Zeichen unten auf Erden, Blut und Feuer und Rauchdampf. Die Sonne wird sich in Finsternis verwandeln und der Mond in Blut, ehe der Große. Und herrlicher Tag des Herrn kommt, und es soll geschehen: Jeder, der den Namen des Herrn anruft, wird errettet werden.
2: So it's uh, My great pleasure to read the Bible in French now. So the first reading is from the book of Ezekiel. Vers 1-10. La main du Seigneur fut sur moi. Le Seigneur me fit sortir par un souffle et me déposa au milieu de la vallée. Celle-ci était remplie d'ossements. Il me fit passer auprès d'eux tout autour. Ils étaient très nombreux dans la vallée et ils étaient très secs. Il me dit « Humain. »« Ces ossements pourront-ils revivre ?» Je répondis, « Seigneur Dieu, c'est toi qui le sais. » Il me dit, « Parle en prophète sur ces ossements. Te leur diras, ossements desséchés, écoutez la parole du Seigneur. » Voici ce que dit le Seigneur Dieu à ces ossements. « Je fais venir en vous un souffle et vous vivrez. Je placerai sur vous des tendons, je ferai pousser de la chair sur vous, je vous recouvrirai de peau. Je mettrai en vous un souffle, vous vivrez, et ainsi vous saurez que je suis le Seigneur Yahvé. Je parlais en prophète, selon ce qui m'avait été ordonné. Et comme je parlais en prophète, il y eut un bruit, il y eut un frémissement, et les ossements se rapprochèrent les uns des autres. Je constatais qu'il y avait sur eux des tendons. La chair se mit à pousser et la peau les recouvrit par-dessus. Mais il n'y avait pas de souffle en eux. Il me dit Parle en prophète sur le souffle, parle en prophète humain. Tu diras au souffle Ainsi parle le Seigneur Dieu. Viens des quatre vents au souffle, souffle sur ces tués et qu'ils revivent. Je parlais en prophète comme il me l'avait ordonné. Alors le souffle vint en eux. Ils reprirent vie et se tinrent debout sur leurs jambes. C'était une grande armée, une armée immense. The second reading is from the book of John, verse 19 to 22. Le soir de ce jour-là, qui était le premier de la semaine, alors que les portes de l'endroit où se trouvaient les disciples étaient fermées par crainte des Juifs, Jésus vint. Debout au milieu d'eux, il leur dit « Que la paix soit avec vous ». Quand il eut dit cela, il leur montra ses mains et son côté. Les disciples se réjouirent de voir le Seigneur. Jésus leur dit à nouveau « Que la paix soit avec vous. Comme le Père m'a envoyé, moi aussi je vous envoie. Après avoir dit cela, il souffla sur eux et leur dit Recevez l'Esprit-Saint.
3: La okay. Bible Moses in short, I wear Baba Ayare. Alofan, Midiani, Osida, I wear on all lossy, si, e, I buy e, a Jew. Oside, Orebu. Okay, or long Angel, you was see far on Ali, a law in all. Lazi, you know, I i nonjo ibe ibe na no. se run Mose si wi pe en je emi o yi pada si apakan emi o si wo iran ilaye e se ti ibe yi ko o yi pada si apakan lati wo long ko lati inu arin ibe ibe wa Osi si pe Mose Mose Osi si da gun pe emi ni yi o si pe bo sanu patare kurole ese re esere, nitori ibiti iwo duro si ni ile mimo ni o si wi pe emi babare, Olorun baba re Olorun Ishaki ati Olorun Jacobu Mosesi pa ojo re mo lati bojuo Olorun
4: Eko ka lati Malaki ori keta lati ese titi de ikerin kiye si emi o ronse mi yo si to mi Ati Oluwa ti yo de ojiji si tembi lere, ani o nse majemu na ti inu yin si ki esi o n bo wa Oluwa awon oogun wi sugbon ta le tani yo nigbati nitori ohun da bi na eni tin da fada ka ati bi ose afoso mo si joko bi ani yo ti o si da fada ka yo si se awon molefi mon yo si yowo bi wura on fada ki won mu ore ododo wa fun oluwa nigba ni ore juda ati ti jerusalem yo wa wo gegebi ti ojo igbani ati gegebi odun jo.
5: Iesu a'r rhai Samaria Ynno roedd ffynnon Jacob A chan fod Iesu wedi blinor ôl ei daith Eisteddodd ei lawr wrth y ffynnon Y er roedd ei tu a hanner dydd Dyma rhai gosamaria yn dod ynno i ddynu dŵr me Iesu wrth i Rhoi mi beth the wyfed Y er roedd ei ddisgyblion wedi mynd i dref i brynu bwyd. A dyma rhai Samaria and dweud wrtho, sut yr wy ti a ddi yn iddew yn gofyn am rhywbeth i wefyd gynnu fi a mynd i'n rhai gwrs Wrth gwrs, ni bydd yr ydewon yn rannu'r un llestri ar A teboedd i eithio pe bai ty'n gwybod beth yw diw, a phwy sy'n gofyn i ti, mi beth Ti fyddai wedi gofyn i ddwy ef a byddai ef wedi rhoi ti ddŵr bywiol. Sarmedd â'r rai gwrtho. Ni ddoest gen i ddim i dynu dŵr ac ddwfn. O ble felly, mae gen I dy yma. A wyt ti'r Jacob ein tad ni a y ac a yfodd ohon nhw efe hi'n a'i feibion a'i anifeiliaid. A te bod yes i hi, bydd paw sy'n nyfod o dŵr hwn yn profi syched eto. Ond pwy bynnag sy'n nyfod o dŵr a roddafidd o, ni bydd arno syched byth. Bydd y dŵr a roddafidd o yn troi'n ffynon o dŵr o'i fewn, yn ffrydio i fywyd trygwyddol. Ffrydiau o ddŵr bywiol. Ar fydd olaf yr wyl, y dydd mawr, safodd dyesu â'ch hoeddi nichel, pwy bynnag sy'n sychedig, deud fi a yfed. Y sy'n credu yn o fi, allan o ef, fel y yr ysgrifir, a bydd ffrydiau o ddŵr bywiol yn llifo. So nearoidam or a spreederoid either rai a than the wave and mindu therbeen. We here we need either a spreed Am
0: Baptists have a thing about sermons, don't we? And we like them to be long, and we like them to be thoughtful. Well, it's not going to be very long today. But hopefully there will be something worth taking away to think about. I think Graham was on to something very important when he came to me this morning and said about Luther and his translation of the Bible, which not only unified the German language, but gave people the Bible in a language they understood. Because for the first time, 1500 years or thereabouts of christianity you only ever heard it in latin or greek or hebrew and mostly latin and most people didn't understand it and most people couldn't read and yet the faith survived it kept going and it still keeps going whether we understand the words or whether we don't understand the words There is a little rhyme about the Glasgow coat of arms, which I'm sure you know very well. There's the tree that never grew, the bird that never flew, the fish that never swam, and the bell that never rang. All of which are um, arising from legends about St. Kentigern or St. Mungo, whichever name you prefer to use. What's that got to do with Pentecost, though? Well, as I was reflecting this week and thinking about the elements of air, fire, and water, which are ancient elements shared across all worldviews and all world religions, it seems to me that this kind of contradiction, the element that doesn't do what you expect it to do, might be there somewhere. Um, I'm sure those who've studied classics will be able to correct me on anything I get wrong here, but the foundational elements in, of earth, air, fire, and water go back to Plato, I think. Is that right, Katrina? Is that, phew, it's always good to have my, my classic scholar on hand. But Aristotle used them, Galen and Hippocrates. Hinduism uses them, and Far Eastern philosophies, indeed paganism in our own country, draws on. Fire, earth, air and water are symbols. So it shouldn't surprise us that God's spirit can be understood by some of these symbols too. Right at the end of the week, when I had actually prepared my little sermonette, I discovered a little ditty that says this. Wind blows, fire glows, water flows, earth grows, spirit knows. Well, it's a bit twee but somehow there is some truth in that. The wind that blows. Often we think of the wind of God as a mighty rushing wind as described in the story of Pentecost in Acts 2. But also there is this different element that we hear in the story of Elijah on Mount Carmel, which we didn't hear read for us, but I think came through in the French translation anyway, of the Ezekiel, the the breath of God. Gentle, life-giving breath. Part of the mystery of the action of God's spirit is it is the wind that whispers quietly. The breath that restores and revives, bringing new hope, perhaps when all seems lost. The wind that blows but does not break. And fire is a complex metaphor too. And in those readings, we heard the idea of fire as a cleansing flame that consumes the dross and leaves behind gleaming precious metals. That's a wonderful image. But then there's that Moses story. The bush that burns, but is not consumed. The fire that flames, but does not destroy And the Pentecost story, this appearance of flames of fire on the heads of the disciples, but seemingly nobody's hair was burned. We have a fire that glows but does not destroy. It consumes fear and releases new courage. And then water. An image here not of cleansing, though that's a perfectly good image of the Holy Spirit in relation to water. Water. But rather a sense of refreshing, a boundless abundance of water that bubbles up and overflows. The idea of God's spirit is a limitless supply of perpetual satisfaction, thirst quenching, overflowing, a mystery of refreshment that you can never exhaust. Water that flows but never runs dry, refreshing, and renewing where we would otherwise surely become weary. Perhaps in under five minutes, what I've said is a bit simplistic. Perhaps it won't satisfy people's minds, and perhaps people will go home and grumble and say, well, we'd rather have had a sermon on Moses and the burning bush or whatever. But I hope that today we will find something to encourage us, something that resonates with us, whether it's as individuals or collectively. This wind is a gentle breath that blows new life. A fire that energises us with new courage. A water that sustains us for the long term. And as a result of this, we as part of the earth, like Glasgow, can flourish. And all of this is known to God's spirit. My prayer this Pentecost is that each one of us will experience a gentle, life-giving, hope-restoring, energy-renewing spirit of God.
6: We bring our prayers for others to God. Let us pray. Spirit of God, who hovered over the waters calling order out of chaos we pray for those who need you to call order out of the chaos of their lives we pray today for those living in poverty but we also pray for those who have the power to bring order out of that chaos and we pray especially for those campaigning and working towards a living wage for all we pray for people who are doing the hard work of recovering from addiction especially those connected to this place we give thanks that Hillhead is a safe space for AA and NA to meet and we pray for all those who use this church Spirit who appeared like a driving wind blowing away our prejudice and teaching us to value all people. We pray for those who, make, who work to make the world a fairer and more equal place and we long to live in a world where no one is ever discriminated against on the basis of gender, disability, race or sexual orientation. On Friday, the people of the Republic of Ireland voted to introduce marriage equality we pray today for all those who campaigned on both sides in the run-up to the referendum. When the dust settles, may the two sides remember that they are in fact one community and continue to work to make Ireland a better place. Spirit of God who appeared among the early church's tongues of flames, burn in us as a passion for justice, and a commitment to work against the forces of oppression that we see in the world. May we discover beneath our anger over the injustices that we see, embers of passion to kindle a fight for justice. On this, the birthday of the church, we pray for your church throughout the world. We pray for Christians serving the needs of the poor, healing the the wounds of injustice, division and materialism in society. We pray that the church may grow together towards unity. Spirit of truth, who fills us all with wonder and joy, inspire us to work for a better world. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: And so now may the Spirit of God inspire, refresh and renew us so that today and every day we may live to God's glory.